On this week's episode, we meet Kate Gould, artwork coordinator for Adidas, as well as a photographer, graphic designer, and all-around creative. Listeners, grab your coffee, hop in your earbuds, and turn up the volume, because this is a new episode of Maddox Stripes. Did you know that Matic Stripes is produced by Matic Digital? Matic is more than a podcast. If you're in the market to build award-winning software, reimagine your user experience journey, create enterprise design systems, or optimize your content for SEO, Matic Digital is here to be your go-to partner in scaling your business. Matic's team of expert strategists and specialists will work to understand your goals and bring your vision to life. Head to maticdigital.com. That's M-A-T-I-C-D-I-G-I-T-A-L.com today to learn more about why businesses like Worldwide Partners, Colorado.com, and Order Monster rate Matic Digital as a five-star partner. Welcome, Kate. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. To kick us off, it's Thanksgiving week. Which yes. part of the holiday are you most looking forward to? Um, I mean, besides food, which is obvious. Um, I'm going Obviously. home, going back to Michigan for the first time in a couple years. So that'll be nice. I um, just have been in California for two years, not with any of my family with other people's family, but not mine. Oh, well, that will be really special to be yeah. home with the fam. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure you're a, a little apprehensive to leave the sunny, warm weather behind for yeah. a few days. <laughs> I looked at the weather <laughs> forecast and in San Diego, it'll be 77 and sunny as it always is. And in Michigan, it will be 34 and cloudy. So... <laughs> Mm, tomato just tomato a, just a little bit of degree difference <laughs> yeah just a touch <laughs> oh man so let's tell listeners what do you do day-to-day for adidas that's so fun that you work there yes um i was so excited when i applied um and got the position you know adidas is such a huge company so and it's always been a dream um so day-to-day i work directly in hand with the field sales team for Adidas Golf. And I work on creating and ordering and coloring their logos for golf clubs and courses, tournaments, things like that. Wow, so neat. Mm -hmm. I love learning about different jobs like that, jobs that feel new to me. Yeah. Um, Do you have to be a golf lover to work there? No, not at all. I um, was not a golf lover when I started. I mean, I've played (laughs) putt-putt, but that was pretty much the extent (laughs) of my golf knowledge. I've watched golf, but um, I was not interested. But as you kind of get into it, and we have company tournaments a couple times a year and those are super fun 
and oh yeah that does sound fun and they offer like lessons they really encourage you to get into golf um so that's always fun nice yeah they're mm-hmm. helping you you know break mm-hmm. the ice with the sport yes definitely so for job seekers listening today what was it like searching for and landing your role at, at Adidas um it's funny because i actually applied pretty soon after i had gotten a different job um i was updating my linkedin profile with the job that i had just gotten and i saw adidas had posted a job and it was not far from me and it seemed in terms of the job description right up my alley like slightly creative but organized and it seemed like the perfect foot in the door into a corporation like this um because before this i had just been a server um and a freelance photographer and freelance graphic designer but no real corporate job um i applied uh it was great i loved the recruiter was great i had met with the manager the interview process was pretty quick i think they were trying to fill the role pretty quickly and I loved it. The team that I got into is like the most amazing ladies ever. They're all just like, I'm the baby of the group. So they're all like my like moms and aunts. And (laughs) we like do potluck lunches every day. It's just fun. Wow, that sounds amazing. I love the Mm -hmm. potluck lunch part. (laughs) Oh my God, so fun. Tell us about a special project you've worked on. What was your role and why were you proud of the results? Probably a year after I started, um, the department was completely changing the way that we operated. And I was on board because I was new and I was like, yeah, I'm on board. Like, I love change. Let's do it. Um, Everyone else was apprehensive, of course. Um, But with like the help of my manager and like the support of the customer service team, we kind of transition fully transitioned to this new way of working. And it ended up working out really well, so much easier, completely streamlined our entire work process. And uh, my manager was very grateful to me because I was new. So I knew a lot of the front half. So I was able to help transition the rest of the team also. So that was really nice. Nice. And what, what do you think it is that allows you to be so open to change? Um, I don't know. I think I just kind of, I think I like to learn and with change comes learning new things. So I think that's where that goes. Super positive. I love that. (laughs) I try. (laughs) Kate, tell me, what's your design philosophy? I like to think that I'm very minimal when it comes to my design. Um, But one of my favorite, uh, like, eras of design is mid-century modern, which I think incorporates a lot of form and function, um, but also brings in color and um other elements of design so they mix organic materials with like metals and 
tiles, really cool tiles. So I think my design philosophy would be simple, but don't lose your touch of unique. Ah, I like that. And going off of that, how does your design philosophy feed your approach to the creative process? I start with the simple, right? So I start with what we need and then make it pretty, especially in photography too. I did this is I'll do very basic edits first and then I'll kind of see where I can play around and play into what's already there editing and improving without compromising. Okay. Editing and improving without compromising. Nice. If you had to make a prediction or two, what role will AI play in design? I really hope it doesn't play a huge role in design because I think then it will take away from all the uniqueness and individuality of designers um but i think it's naive to think that ai won't be integrated into the process at all i think it will help because it will allow designers to let ai do kind of the mundane basic foundational parts and allow them to get into the more creative process It'll allow them more time to be creative and get those design elements in there and come in with their individuality. At least I hope. Sure. How do you like to learn, Kate? How will you grow your skill set in 2024? I am a super visual learner, huge visual learner. I love to learn by doing too. So for me, that's the best way to learn. So I'll watch you do it and then I'll do it and then I'll fail and try again. And in terms of growth for 2024, I think that's just what I want. I just want to grow in every area, like mentally, emotionally, physically. I really want to get into learning how UX design works. So I'm really interested in taking a professional certificate course. Yeah, I think just learning and growing is my my goal for 2024. That's great. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Tell us about the last time you asked for what you wanted at work. How did that go? You know, for listeners who might be thinking about doing the same thing. Yeah, of course. Just opening up the conversation is really important. Part of it is opening yourself up to criticism also. So one of the things that has been really great is my relationship with my manager and my boss. I think we've had very open and honest communication. Most of mostly it's because of just who she is as a person, but she's always been been able to give me constructive criticism where it doesn't feel like my boss is ragging on me. You know what I mean? You For never sure. want to to feel like that because you you need to find a way to positively do that and part of that is knowing your employees um adidas actually just had a huge like seminar on this and growth mindset and how to how we can approach criticism without it being negative or and and even if it is negative criticism looking at it 
what can grow from this. So she's been amazing. And I have just been so blessed to have her as a manager. But I was also lucky enough to have a great sister-in-law and a great mom who have always pushed me to ask for what I want, especially in the workplace. It's okay to want more from your job and want more money, like ask for a raise. That's okay. You need to know your worth. Um, So doing market research, if what you want is a raise, or if you want more responsibility, ask for more responsibility, see what that looks like. It's just starting the conversation. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome that you've had those experiences and this early on in your career. I think that'll really set you up for the rest of your journey. And it's amazing that you're so grateful and see feedback as such a positive thing that it doesn't, you know, hurt your feelings. You know that it's meant to help you grow um, and not, you know, put you down. And it's great that you have a manager who's so good at it. Clearly she's shown you that she cares about you and yeah. your growth. And I I guess that's why it works so well or part of mm-hmm. why it works so well. Definitely. You're part of Gen Z, Kate. <laughs> What's an important takeaway for listeners about how Gen Zers want to be treated and or managed in the workplace? And Maybe what's a myth about Gen Z you want to debunk here today? <laughs> I actually didn't know I was Gen Z until a little bit ago. <laughs> I, don't know. I, had to it. Um, I always thought I was millennial. I don't really know why. I think I never really just never really looked into it that deeply. But I guess I'm Gen Z. So that's cool. <laughs> In terms of what I think Gen Z once in the workplace, I'm like right on the cusp because I'm like January 1996. I think what they're really striving for in the workplace right now, at least, is work-life balance. So making sure that you are able to kind of like close your computer and turn off your phone and be like present in your own life because life is not just about work. I think they saw or are seeing now what that the opposite mindset, or this is a generalization, of course, but what the opposite mindset kind of did for our parents, where they're focused on work and being like, okay, I can live my life after I retire. Whereas, so you're going to live 65 to 70 years of your life working and not enjoying it generalization of course but yeah I think I think that it's really important that you be present now and not just be looking forward to what I can do when I retire in terms of in the workplace I think they're really fighting for equality and fighting for the things that they need and I think they pull no punches in terms of asking for that um they might some people might call it the audacity of asking for that, but I think <laughs> I think you ask for it and then it's a conversation versus you don't ask for it. They can't read your mind. They're not going to be able to give, they're not just going to give it to you if you don't ask for it necessarily. So I think all Gen Z is just asking, maybe having the audacity to ask for it, but maybe something good comes out of that start of conversation. 
Yeah, I like what you've been saying here about just, you know, asking and getting the conversation started. I think that's a really important takeaway for anybody listening who's thinking about something that they want is what you just said. They'll never know. You'll never know unless you ask. And, you know, so that's step one. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we all have a lot to learn from the generations that came before us and came after us. And it's great that there's a group of people paving Mm -hmm. this path of, um, of probably asking for a lot of the things that many people wanted but just never, you know, asked for. Um, and now it's sort of like giving permission to that idea. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. So I think that's a cool take that you shared. One of my, uh, my boyfriend has always said this thing. He says, closed mouths don't get fed. And yeah. I have taken that into our relationship. I've taken it into my friendships. <laughs> I've taken it into my family, work. I ask, I need to ask for what I want. Hell Yeah. I love it. That's the motto. That's the motto. Debunking Gen Z. What did um, Kim Kardashian say that people don't want to work these days? I think think it was something like get up and work. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a huge myth for Gen Z. I think they, people think they don't want to work, but I think they don't want to work in something that's not fulfilling to them. Mm. I think they're tired of working in jobs that are just like mundane and just to make money or just to pay their bills and then coming home and being so tired from that and exhausting from not being happy in their job that they're just not really living their life and I think they just want to be fulfilled in whatever that looks like to them it might look like making money it might look like helping kids or veterans or you know, it it can look like a lot of different things, but I think being fulfilled is really important. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And, you know, getting curious about whether there could be something more that you could be doing with your time or your energy. I've been watching a show that takes place in like the 50s. And it's so the norm to just like smile, put your head down, do your work and call it a day. Yep. But like the, the main character is kind of like, no, what, like trying to what? shatter the norms and we always need people like that in exactly. every decade generation. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe it's Gen Z. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, I like it. I'm interested in seeing what else, what other ideas um, this this generation comes up with or uh, what voices they listen to and, and like how they spark a ripple effect in that sense. Right. So let's move into our rapid fire round, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yay. All right, Kate, the big one. The What's big a one. hot take or unpopular <laughs> opinion you have right now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know why this question is so difficult for me. <laughs> I think it's because I get put <laughs> on the spot, but I'm so opinionated, so it doesn't make any sense. Uh, one of my hot takes forever and always will be just because you wear buy designer clothes doesn't mean that you have style you're just (laughs) buying designer clothes okay hot tip hot take hot hot take hot take single tasker or multitasker oh my god multitasker i my brain does not work in the single task straight one lane nope yeah i'll be in all the lanes if i can be (laughs) (laughs) Last time you were scared, but did it anyway. 
I applied for a job recently that was kind of outside of my uh, qualifications and outside of what I was looking for, but I ended up interviewing for it really well and getting attention is not a good word, but attention um, from the people that I interviewed for. And now they are part of my network. I was able to network with them, talk to them, have better relationships with them. And I think that, um, and they're rooting for me going forward and I know that now. Nice. Way to go. Best holiday in your mind? Christmas. Mm, Christmas always. Favorite design tool? Uh, Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop. Mm -hmm. As an employee of Adidas, do you really (laughs) dream about sports all day? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kind of, yeah. We are, yeah, yeah, I would say yes. Yeah, whether or not you mm-hmm. want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alrighty, and then guac or queso? Guac. There shouldn't be any other answer, in my opinion. <laughs> Is it better in California? Oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> the avocados. The avocados. Yeah, I'm sure it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. What is one final thought you want to leave our listeners with? Um, I think just kind of like the main point of this is ask for what you want. And don't be afraid to start the conversation because I think that's really important, especially at the beginning of your career, because you never know. Hell yeah. I love it. Way to go, Kate. Mm. I hope you feel proud of your journey so far. And it was Thanks. lovely to have you on the show today oh, and hear your thank you so perspective. Much. Thank you so much. It's been an honor and I will be continue listening no matter what. I'm so Yay. excited for future episodes. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Happy Joanne. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Maddox Stripes, a weekly podcast produced by Julianne Streff and Josh Fuller, CEO of Maddox Digital. To be featured on our show, interview our talent, or further connect, find me at Julianne at MaddoxDigital.com or on LinkedIn as Julianne Streff. See you next time on Maddox Stripes.